One of the reasons I wrote part three of When Your World Caves In is because I know that there are things that are so jarring and difficult that we have a hard time not thinking about them. When your mind is this distracted, you can turn into a zombie. You grow numb and paralyzed. The problem is you're getting wearier and wearier carrying the problem around in your mind, but the situation is not changing and is not likely to change anytime soon. You're really just going to have to live through it. While I think there is a wrong way to look to entertainment or hobbies as a form of spiritual replenishment and rest, when really we're supposed to be accessing that through time with God, I think there's also a misstep when you've been praying for a long time and there really is nothing left to do. Part of leaving it in God's hands is deciding you don't have to think about it for a while because God is on the case. Here's part three of When Your World Caves In. In our early 20s, my wife and I went through a very painful church split. Our hearts were broken, our hopes were dashed, and we carried a keen sense of betrayal from some of the people we had loved most in the world at that point. It was so hard for the first few months not to keep dwelling on how much we'd been hurt, how much time we'd invested in people we loved, and how we could possibly do anything to fix a situation that was utterly broken. Have you ever felt like a problem, person, or pain was absolutely preoccupying your mind and productivity? As a leader, often the worst kinds of trials are the ones that tend to linger. Some hurts are all the heavier because while others seem to be moving on with their lives, our pain is still real and still here. What do we do when the world caves in but no one, not even God, seems willing to come dig us out? Try this. Seek out laughter. This seems counterintuitive, but we have to choose to give ourselves intentional doses of fun, even when we feel like lying around depressed. At some point, it dawns on us that God is not going to deliver us of this pain, at least not in the next 24 hours, or even this week, or maybe even this month or year. Truth time. The pain will be there when you get back. Proverbs 17.22 says, A merry heart does good, like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. While you may not feel like it, something funny or entertaining or captivating will, at least for the moment, give you something else to think about and do your heart good like a medicine. And it will remind you that not all of life is bad and your problem, all there is to life. Here's the bad news. God isn't delivering you today. Here's the good news. That doesn't mean you can't have some version of a good time at all. So, go to a movie, or watch your favorite comedian, or do like Kenzie and I did and find the funniest friends you still have and hang out with them. We hung out with some particularly funny friends one day at McDonald's during our church split recovery season, and we literally had soda coming out of our noses because we were laughing so hard. This was incredibly important for us. We needed to remember that we could laugh again. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed that excerpt. If you haven't already, please like and share this blog post, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow Bible Leadership on Facebook and Instagram, and consider checking out our Patreon page. Thanks for listening. Lead strong today.